All right. Well, welcome back. We've got Carl Hughes is with us again, and he's agreed. I've twisted his arm to to stay around and share some insight into maybe a couple of books of his that he's read that have really inspired him. So on the spot, Carl, tell us about one or two books that you've read, what it was about them that really resonated with you. Really keen to hear. Yeah. So I'll kind of go two different directions because I think both directions are important in starting a business. The first one is a little more inspirational and like uh, feelings based. So there's a book I read right when I started draft.dev called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And she's the writer of Eat, Pray, Love. Now, side note, I've never read that book or have much interest in that kind of fiction or, or, or not. It's a memoir and not a fiction. Um, but her journey in Big Magic is super interesting because it's about becoming a writer, which is an extremely difficult, like long road. I mean, almost nobody becomes a successful New York Times bestselling author. It's just such a rare thing. And so many people try to write books. So what she talks about, though, in it is that, that really being a writer is about coming and showing up every day for many, many years and getting yeah. almost nowhere for many, many years. And then all yeah. of a sudden things just start to compound. And that's oh. what happened to her. She kind of shares that in her career and other writers that she's met's career and how it really ties into like, you just have to believe that this is worth pursuing regardless. So I think this is true, like super true in running a business as well. So that's the first one. The second one I, I um, always recommend to new entrepreneurs is the E-Myth, uh, the yeah. E-Myth Revisited. Uh, Michael Gerber goes through the process of systematizing a business. And this is one of the biggest challenges a lot of entrepreneurs have is letting go of day-to-day -day tasks and execution and getting into the big picture. So they always say working on the business is the goal, not working in the business. Yeah. And in theory, that is everyone knows that saying, but in practice, actually doing it is super hard. But I think Michael Gerber's book is a, a you know, really good intro into how to think that way and build your business in a way that is essentially franchisable is the way he puts it, but a system that, that can be repeated by other people, not just yourself. Now, I have to ask a question about that. I, I want to get your point of view as a, a fellow business owner. We, as you say, we all hear about working on the business, not in the business. Have you experienced or are you aware of people around you that are business owners that get comfort from being busy and they excuse themselves from working on their business because they're too busy and they kind of get sucked into this well i'm really busy so that's got to be good mentality and therefore never actually drag themselves out to actually work on their business is, is that something that you've had and what about other people around you yeah, absolutely. I find myself doing it still. And I, you know, I know it's a thing and I see it in other people and I, I can critique it there. You know, what's been really helpful for me to get some perspective there is having a peer group and mentor groups to help yeah. like sort of lift me out of the day to day and say, are you really working on the best thing you should be working on? So yeah, just tangible example, I was doing a lot of fixing of articles for one particular client that was really picky about some things. And I was just dedicating like a day every weekend, essentially to, to doing this. And yeah. you know, I had somebody just kind of bluntly tell me, um, <laughs> some matter of respect, like, is this really worth it? You know, like he's, it's really like he's, he's running the numbers at me and I'm like, yeah, this is stupid. This is not a good use of my time. And the, you know, when the grand scheme, if you think about if I spent that Saturday instead, either a doing something maybe I wanted to do with my family to relax, or even just spending two hours of that Saturday working on the business on big picture things and maybe hiring a person who could do what I was doing there, 
um, how much better would that be and more scalable and just something that wouldn't you know lock me in forever so i still struggle with it and every entrepreneur does probably but um it's important to get out of that as much as as much as you can and and then another thing that kind of dovetails into that too is that people can get caught into this desire for perfection to get things right so like kind of the 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 story you're saying is about you know just trying to tidy up articles to get absolutely 100 percent for the client versus okay it's at 80 percent that's good enough if i'm going to achieve my big picture then 80 percent has got to be it and I, and i think like say for instance for what i'm doing here with podcasts right and with videos and that too, you know, there's the sort of, do you just don't start doing it until it's absolutely perfect? Or do you get out there and have a crack at it? Know that you're not going to be perfect, but you're going to work on it and you're progressively going to get better. I, I've come from the naturally want to be a perfectionist, but I've had to drag myself because I think the, rea- the truth, that the, the real answer is in the, is in the latter, that you're 80%, just get out there and do it, do what you need to do and get better and better how's that been for you? I, I agree with you. I think the right, the quote unquote, right way for most people is probably to just get out there, start it, and then impl- like uh, iterate is what they, they maybe call it. Yeah. In the, the, the cool buzzword for this, but basically just keep making your business better over time. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard. Um, I think it's hard too, because a lot of the, um, there's a lot of glamorized stories about people like Steve Jobs is a perfectionist, and so he would make people go, engineers go back to the drawings 10 times to make the insides of a, a MacBook look beautiful. And that's a romantic story, but I don't think that's necessarily the reason Steve Jobs got to be like where he was. I think there's a lot more to it. And, you know, you look at his early products, they were pretty crummy and basic, and that was like they had to get something out there, and they did. Uh, so it's kind of like a lot of times you, entrepreneurs kind of throw themselves too far out in there. Definitely letting things go is a, is a challenge, but it's, I agree, absolutely essential to kind of like get this point to where you've got 80-20, the 80-20 rule applies yeah. here. Um, and then the other thing is you have to be willing to like let go of some customers that expected that 100% every single time. They just may not be good customers or, yeah. you know, if they really do expect that. Yeah. Okay. Just to wrap this up, I could keep talking to you. I'm sure we could keep diverting onto different things. But let's get back to books here. So, okay. So do you read a physical book, a Kindle or Kobo or audio book, all three? Tell us what's your preferred medium. Mostly Kindle and audio books. Um, every now and then somebody sends me a physical book and then I, I do power through that sometimes. Uh, yeah. But it's harder because I'll just say like it's logistically tough to read regular physical books when you know, I have a, I have a, uh, I'm married. And so we both get into bed at night and it's like, I can't have the light on too long or else it's going to be a problem. Right. So I might read yeah. Kindle books longer because I can get away with it. And then, you know, having a dog and a baby to take care of, it's nice to have some background um, book reading going on for some, something. So that's my preferred mechanism at this point. But um, I do miss being able to take the notes and highlights and stuff like I, you know, did back in the day when physical books were more common. Yeah. And how often do you get to read? Oh, I, I read something every day. Now, I split between fiction and business books. And so uh, I don't, you know, the, I try to go through 30, 40, maybe 50 books some years. Um, so, you know, getting through a couple a month usually or right. a month. Yeah. 
Oh, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm, I love reading. I love reading, but I tend to, when I go on holiday, I'll read like four or five books within about yep. four or five days. But then during the rest of the year, I struggle with, I get to bed and I'm tired. I just want to go to sleep. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have, and I have months that, then where I'm like, I'm not getting any reading in. Like, it's just it's too much yep. going on and it's like not, there's no time. But yeah, it, it's a, it's, I didn't actually start reading until after college much. Um I went to engineering school and you don't read books in engineering other than like textbooks and stuff yeah. uh, because we don't even have to take English classes. And so anyway, um, I got out of college and I was like, I kind of miss reading. Like I didn't think I would, you know, cause it was all, yeah. uh, you hate it when you're a kid, but, uh, now I really do enjoy it. And it's one of those things that, um, I think is, has been helpful for getting perspective from other people that I wouldn't normally be able to connect with in real life. Yeah. Well, just to show you the book I'm reading at the moment, you should you should be aware of this. It's a thousand uh, pages, yeah. though, a thousand pages. So on Ulysses S. Grant. So any American should be fairly impressed that I'm reading about a very famous member, uh, a very famous person in American history. What's your big impression from it so far? Oh, I'm really, really enjoying it so far. Really enjoying it. I just I wanted to read it because. Kind of a, just a sort of broad brush sort of interpretation of him was that he was a bit of a drunk and he kind of just won the war because he had the numbers, you know, that Robert E. Lee was an amazing general and Ulysses S. Grant wasn't and, and so on. I don't know so much about his presidency yet. I haven't got to there. I really relate to the guy and uh, what I'm reading. To, to typecast him as a drunk is grossly unfair and is ignorant to the realities of what they had to go through and the way in the middle of nowhere they're all drunk he was actually less drunk than most of them uh, it's just that when he did drink he was probably more full-on but he was sober more than the rest <laughs> and in terms of his skill as a general i think he was a phenomenal tactician an amazing general and and deserves a lot of credit for it and i think yes robert e lee was a good general too but he deserves his credit so I'm really enjoying it. I'm coming from a, 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 an impartial point of view. I'm not from the south, <laughs> southern states or the northern states. But, yeah, I, I relate to the guy. I really do so far. It's, it's, it's a very good book. It's well written too. So, yeah, yeah. really enjoying I, it. I feel like that's the mark of a good biography when you identify yourself in the character to some extent. You know, it's like yeah. they've made that person who lived so long ago that will never know really, you know, the day to day what they were like. But yeah. they've made it so real that you feel like, oh yeah, I could see that that challenge that, that person has. I love that. Yeah. That's great. It was a tough life, ain't it? Tough. I mean, you know, <laughs> you have to go from the east coast to the west coast in the middle of nowhere in this fort, snowing half the time, you know, no family there. Yeah. Oh, and you yeah. like you get shot back then. I think there was like a 60 percent mortality rate for, from infection. So you, you're basically yeah. just going to die of infection if you get shot like, the, yeah. you know, they amputate it, your, your leg yeah. or arm. That's all they could do. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was tough. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So that, that's a good book. But it's, yeah, I like I like reading a mix of um, business books and fiction and non-fiction historical stuff like that so um I, I for some reason i'm a, i really enjoy american history so i've read a few american sort of historical books so uh, yeah all right uh, well anyway i, I know we, you go. We, we could talk for ages and get totally sure off topic yeah <laughs> but we are supposed to be staying on topic so yeah really really enjoyed talking to you carl really enjoyed it so thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it yeah you as well paul thanks again all right cheers for that <laughs>